Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I'm your host, Camarie Widmer, and first off, I want to say happy Cowboy Christmas. It is July 1st, and Cowboys and Cowgirls are entered up all over the world. Their trailers are packed full for the rest of the summer, or even just for the weekend, depending on what level you're at, and we are rolling the dice and seeing what happens. So good luck and safe travels. We'll be praying for safety in and out of the arena for everyone who is hitting the road. On today's podcast, I want to talk about the new blog that we just posted, and it is titled Facing the Storm. And the quote that we open with is, you cannot forever escape the storm. You must learn to face it. And this storm that I am referring to is about that storm that's deep down inside of us, that feeling that we get, that gut feeling, that churning inside of us, like where you feel that you're supposed to do something, that something's going to happen. And sometimes it's something that's going to be painful and it shakes your insides. And sometimes it's exciting. Like a storm doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know, sometimes we need storms to shake things up and help us reroute where we're going or give us guidance or water us and nurture us. So there's different kinds of storms that happen. But the number one thing that we all need to remember is that when you've got a storm brewing inside of you, you can't run away from it. You can't escape it. It will catch up with you one way or the other. Sometimes that storm is telling us to stop playing small. We have some kind of goal or some dream and that feeling is brewing up and it's festering and it's telling you it is time to go after it. It is time to chase that dream. It is time to accomplish that goal. It is time to put yourself first and quit judging yourself and quit worrying about what other people think or what other people are doing or paying, playing the comparison game, but instead go after it, chase it, believe in yourself and let yourself free. Like once you decide to stop letting the storm fester inside of you and go chase the dream, oh my gosh, it's so liberating. It doesn't make it necessarily any easier but it's liberating because you're not letting it hole up inside of you anymore. You're not letting, you're not giving it power for the storm to grow, but you're taking away the power and turning it into a burning desire and a fire inside of you that gets you to go and do it and to make the difficult decisions and to just chase that dream. So if you have that kind of storm brewing up inside of you, remember that you are worth it and to be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire and trust yourself that that feeling that you have is for a reason and there's a bigger purpose behind it. But hiding from it and trying to escape it or ignore it is not going to make it go away. You might be able to temporarily mask it or distract yourself with things like people or activities or drama or whatever it is, but that doesn't make it go away and it's going to continue to fester and it's only going to get bigger and it's only going to build. So the faster that you acknowledge what your dreams are, what your goals are and who you want to be in this world, the faster that you're going to be able to be that person and do those things and have what you want and chase those goals and so if that's the storm, 
don't even just face it, but chase that storm. I mean, get in that truck and trailer and run down the road, chase those dreams. Get in that truck and trailer and start going to those lessons. Get in that truck and trailer and go enter the first jackpot, even if it's been years. Maybe it's been months, maybe it's been years, maybe it's been days. I don't know where you're at in life, but wherever it is, it's time right now to face your fears and go after it. And you will not regret it. I mean, win or learn, we never lose. So just go after it, believe in yourself and believe that you are worth it and be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Another kind of storm that might be brewing is saying that it's time to change your situation. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's where you're living. Maybe it's something with your horse and you've been chasing your dream, but you don't have the right horse to really accomplish it or the right support system or whatever it may be that is holding you back. So it's time to change your situation and you know it. Deep down inside, in your guts, in the pit of your stomach, where all that storm is, where all that brewing is, it is saying it's time to make a change. It's time to move. It's time to buy the new horse. It's time to quit that job that drags you down, that makes you feel cruddy, crummy, that the people aren't supporting you or serving you, and your boss makes you miserable, and you come home every day, and you're dreadful to yourself, to your animals, to your children, to your spouses, to your family, to everybody. You just can't seem to get out of that slump. You can. It is time to stand up and change your situation, whatever that may be. And maybe you've just been holding back. You, again, you're playing small on that. Like you've actually maybe even set yourself up to go do the next thing, but you're just not quite doing it yet. And now it's time. Trust that situation. Trust that desire that you have and trust yourself. Again, give yourself the opportunity to shine because each of us is way more powerful than what we believe. And once we start owning that power, we get more. You can't take it away once you've got it. So just keep gaining on it. You can avoid your power. You can mask your power with other things, but it doesn't go away. We just have to step into it. So don't second guess yourself on that. Just go for it. In Proverbs 18, 16, it says, a man's gift makes room for him. So whatever your gift is, whatever God gave you, it is perfect. It was perfectly made for you just as you are in this moment. And now it's time to step into it. The world will make room for it. And it's been given to you to fulfill your vision, to make life better. Like you are a part of God's perfect plan. And the only way that you can really serve him in that plan is by stepping into it. So Go for it, sister, brother, whoever you may be, go for it. And if it's your kids, you're listening to this and you have kids, and your kids have that dream and that goal, but you're scared of it, or you're afraid to put forth that money, and it intimidates you how big they're dreaming, even though you believe in them, but you're just holding back a little bit. You're letting them play small. Face it. It's time. It's time to let them be who they were meant to be. It's time to let their gifts and their talents and their personality and their character shine. So go out there and just do it because like it says in Proverbs 18, 16, again, a man's gift makes room for him. A third kind of storm that I believe brews in us is centered around people. 
There are people that we want to seek out. We get that feeling, we get those nerves, and we get clammed up and anxious around them, even the thought of them. But we know that those are the people that we need in our lives. We know that's the kind of people that we need to surround ourselves with. Me included, I get clammed up around people that I want to be around all the time. And facing those fears can be hard. You know, I'm intimidated by them for no reason. Like they've not done anything to me. They're perfectly fine human beings with an open heart and open arms. And I have no reason to feel that way except for my own personal insecurities. But the only way to gain, again, that power to be able to go talk to those people is just to do it. Just stand up for yourself, believe in yourself, and believe in your worth, that you are worth it, that there's something that you have to offer them. If you have that feeling, that's God telling you that person really needs to be in your life and that you really need to find out who they are, one way or the other. Maybe it, that person that you're afraid of is going to reject you or won't like you or whatever it may be. Maybe that's exactly what's going to happen. And that's okay because you don't need that person in your life and you needed to have that experience to realize, ah, that person wasn't for me. It wasn't all that it was jacked up to be. But maybe that person is exactly who you need in your life and they're going to take you in and they're going to change your life because it only takes one person in one moment of life to completely transform who you are in the direction that you're headed. One conversation, one question, one approach, one handshake can literally change everything. So go for it. Just face the storm, you know, face that storm inside of you. Settle it down by doing it. The other kind of storm that is centered around people is when we have people in our lives who aren't serving us, people who hold us back, people who doubt us, people who don't believe in us, people who hurt us, harm us, any of that kind of stuff that is negative. It's adding negative energy to your life and it's not allowing you to go for it, to let your light shine. So when you're having those kinds of storms and that person's around, maybe it's time to break up with your boyfriend or maybe your best friend isn't really your best friend anymore or your hauling partner or your team roping partner. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of different people in our lives that come and go and that's okay. You know, God puts people in our lives for seasons, for a reason. There are people who grow to be lifelong friends and who stay there. And those are the roots and those are the strong people. And you nurture those relationships. But sometimes in order to grow, like if we're a flower, we have to cut off the dead ends. And that doesn't mean that that person isn't a good person. That doesn't mean that that person isn't worthy of still being cared about. But they're just not serving you anymore. So it's time to have a conversation with them. Or maybe it's just time to have a conversation with them to let them know how they're making you feel. Maybe they don't even realize it, that they are holding you back or that they're allowing you to play small. And usually if somebody is saying stuff that holds you back or that allows you to play small, it's more about them than it is about you. It's not because they don't believe in you. It's because they don't believe in themselves enough to take that jump, to take that leap. So then when you're ready to do it, that scares them because they're not secure enough to do it. And it makes it harder for them to support you. So maybe you just need to have a conversation with them and say, hey, this is what's happening. This is how I'm feeling. When you say this, this is how I interpret it. This is the story I tell myself. And if you put it in that context, 
then it takes the pressure away of pointing your finger at them, saying that they're doing this, 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 and this. But by saying this is the story that I have created around what you're saying, you're owning your feelings. You're owning how you are interpreting it. And it gives them a chance to say, that's not what I meant at all. Or it gives them a chance to say, yeah, I don't think you can do it. And when you have somebody say that, you can say, adios amigo, until I prove you wrong. And that's okay. There's, like I said, there's seasons for everybody. So stand up to that storm, face the storm, and let it simmer. Let it just go away, dissolve. And then you're going to learn and you're going to grow from that and you're going to feel so much better. As I said in one of my videos that I did um, about winning or learning on Facebook and Instagram last week, when we adopt the mindset of win or learn, I never lose, then during all of these storms and things that are happening that don't go like we want them to or that we don't understand or we have those feelings and we're not sure how to handle them, it's an opportunity to learn. And I had read a book that was a Christian-based book. I believe it was called Chase the Lion. And even if it wasn't that one, it's still a great book to read. Um, but it was talking about mountains and valleys and how, you know, being at the top of the mountain is a beautiful view. I am a mountain climber. I want to climb as many mountains as I can in my lifetime. And I don't mean physical ones. I mean my goals, my goals, my dreams, my aspirations, the things that God puts in my heart that I need to accomplish or that I want to accomplish. Those are the kinds of mountains that I want to climb and some physical ones too. But in this context, we're talking about these storms, these mountains, these goals. And at the top of a mountain, the only way that we can get to the top of a mountain is if we are in shape, if we have good nutrition, if we have stamina, and if we have enough energy to get to the top of the mountain. And this is physically or emotionally in context of your goals. And the only way to get that kind of stuff is down in the valley. You can't climb a mountain unless you start at the bottom. Nobody starts at the top. Everybody starts at the bottom. And if we're going to climb more than one mountain, then we have to go back down and get re-energized, re-strengthened, back in shape. We get to heal up. And so we have to go back down. And we go back down all the way to the valleys if we're going to climb the next mountain. And it can be really easy to get stuck on the top of a mountain. And we hear people, or we're surrounded by people sometimes who are still stuck on a mountain from high school. Maybe you were a really good athlete in high school or good at something in college or whatever it may be. We hear about it a lot in sports that once they're on top of that mountain, they never leave it. They don't go back down, or they go back down, but they don't climb another one. They put all of their focus on the mountain that they climbed before and they're back in the valley and they're not working towards that next mountain or they're only climbing the foothills instead of going all the way back to the top. And so it's just good to think about it and to remember that at the top of a mountain is a beautiful view. It is amazing to see how far you've come when you've climbed a mountain. And to look back at all of the people who have helped you and supported you. But it's also important to remember that at the top of a mountain, when you stay up there for too long, it gets really lonely. And there's 
crazy storms up there and there's not very much vegetation and there aren't even hardly any other animals. When you get above the elevation line on a mountain, you're alone. And the only way to get back around people is to go back down the mountain. The only way to regain your strength and to regain that fertilizer and that food and everything that you need to have the energy to continue climbing is to go back down. Go back down into that valley where you get watered, where you get fertilized, and where you are like soil, where you have deep roots that you can come back to so that you keep growing and growing and growing. So just remember that, that these storms that happen in your life, whether they're bringing a bunch of rumble and lightning and thunder and they're shaking things up big time, or they're just showers that come and go, they are important and they're necessary. They build character, they teach us how to persevere, and as we know in the Bible, it tells us that it's in the times that we struggle. It's in the struggles that we create perseverance. Perseverance creates character and character creates hope. So when you come across a storm, face it, be happy with it and look at it as an opportunity, an opportunity to grow and strengthen and gain the knowledge that you need. Don't get so stressed out about it and so wrapped up in it. Don't try to avoid it, but just try to let it help you grow and see what you can do out of it. And it's still gonna be painful and it might still suck and it might still hurt and it might still confuse the heck out of you and it might pop up out of the blue sometimes and you might not be able to prepare for it but that's okay that's when we shift and we look to the good lord and we look to our friends and the people that we love and care about and who care about us and that we trust to help us get through that so that we can continue growing and climbing those mountains and slaying those goals and the last thing that I want to talk about today is just to remember that these storms allow us to connect with other people because as I said in the beginning, that every single one of us goes through storms. Not a single person gets off this earth without having turmoil, without having struggle, without having to grow and go up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's what allows us to relate to each other and that's what allows us to build strong relationships. When your friends or your family members are going through tough times, we get to be there for each other and pick each other up and say, hey, dust off, we got a mountain to climb. Like, what did you learn from that situation and how can we use it to power us? How can we turn that mess into a message that can support our friends, our family members, and ourselves? So, whatever that dream is you have, whatever it is that sets your soul on fire, whatever that churning, that fire, that storm that's deep down inside of you right now, that thing that scares the living heck out of you, that thing that you want to avoid but you know you need to power into, go after it. Go chase it. Go take the power that it has over you right now and turn it into fuel so that you have the energy, the stamina, the drive, and the fire that it takes to go chase the dream. And remember, it won't be easy, but it will be worth it. Thank you all for listening and tuning in to the RodeoKids.com podcast. If this podcast served you, please share it with your friends and family and tell people about the podcast. 
We can only grow with your help and our goal is to always help you and be here to support you and give you just a different perspective on competition, on coaching, on life in general and bring a smile to your face and bring some fuel to your fire because together we can make the world a better place and one person at a time, one message at a time, one share at a time, that is how we do it. So safe travels, everyone, and God bless no matter what time of year you are listening to this. Good luck. Are you interested in hosting a clinic in an arena near you? Check out the rodeokids.com clinics. Our clinics are hands-on with lots of one-on-one interaction, fun, games, encouragement, character building exercises, and no excuses taken. We love helping the youth and seeing them get to the next level, both in the arena and outside of the arena. We know that you can learn so much on the back of a horse and with these events and horsemanship and how directly it relates to life and the lessons that we need to be successful human beings both in and out of the arena. So again, if you're interested in a clinic for rodeo kids at all in any part of the country, please check out the rodeokids.com clinics. Are you looking to host a clinic near you? Check out the rodeokids.com clinics page. We offer hands-on clinics with lots of one-on-one interaction, practice drills, mental strength and awareness, and different things that you can do physically to improve your performance. We also take no excuses. We believe if there's a will, there's a way, and we're here to help you find it. We create opportunities for all students, including parents, to learn skills both physically and mentally. Because we know that the skills inside the arena relate directly to the life skills we need to be successful outside of the arena. So check out the rodeokids.com clinics page to schedule a clinic in an arena near you.